The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. I don't know if you've heard this, but there's a report in the Houston Chronicle that, that Texas and Oklahoma are inquiring about joining the SEC. <laughs> I bet they would. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you think about something like that? I don't know. I'm just worried about A&M. You know what I mean? Uh, Listen, we got the greatest league in ball, so, I mean, you know, that, that's the choices they make or what they do. I don't know, but I don't know how I feel about it. I'm just worried about A&M. I'll control what I want to control here. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Yeah, and we had a lot to talk about with, like, the finals and Altuve's 10-year anniversary. And uh, then that little bombshell drops. Let's do this. It's a What of the Odds Wednesday on The Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And The Blitz is on for Wednesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe as it counts down to extinction. If you want to get in today, 713-780-ESPN, your number 713-780-3776. You can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. Twitter's at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. Know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. You know the number for that. And uh, the celebration to the end comes down to the penultimate Wednesday. The penultimate Wednesday. Oh, what are the odds that this is uh, going to be a very interesting show all of a sudden? I think it's going to be extremely interesting. Extreme, extreme. I'm gonna. I'm going. I don't to, know about that. I mean, it'll probably just be like kind of a regular show. But yeah, we'll, we'll have fun with it. We'll do our way. best. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to say interesting at least 36 times, like show does. That's that's my new goal. Okay. But uh, yeah. So uh, the Chronicle reporting. And, Keep listening to show. You have a meter? No. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, just like keeping up with the. Uh, what the competition does. So, uh, yeah, the uh, that was Jimbo Fisher at the top. And the Chronicle reporting that uh, Texas and Oklahoma have inquired about joining the SEC. Hmm. Well, well, well. Now, when I was in Austin, actually around the time I was about to leave Austin, there was a big rumor, the big hot buzz was that Texas and Oklahoma were going to go on to the Pac-12 and they were going to leave the Big 12 in the dust and they were going to be playing with them California boys. Well, as I recall, your buddy uh, Chip reported that as a done deal. Well, he reported it as fact and he it turns out he was a little bit off on that. Uh, just like Vince Young coming back for his senior year and some other things, but that's beside the point. <laughs> just wanted to give you a shot uh, But uh, this... <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear this this is happening. And while we can we can get into speculation of w- w- how it changes the landscape for the SEC and for Texas and Oklahoma how much does it change for these schools that get left in the Big 12 that would now be down to 8 teams and really the the biggest brand name program in the, what would be left of the Big Twelve would be Kansas basketball. So it it would be 
Yeah, probably football-wise, it'd be Oklahoma State would be your best remaining program. Maybe Iowa State now, but... Boy, just not a lot of appeal for these other conferences. Well, in... in, Like, what happens to Texas Tech? Well, here's here's the thing. Um, How many of those schools would even be appealing to, say, the American Conference? I mean, they'd probably want a couple of them. I mean... I mean, you could keep the Big 12 together, but, I mean, really, does Baylor add anything? Does TCU add anything? It depends on if the AAC would be willing to cut some of the fat like it could be a situation well, yeah you you get rid of uh you get rid of the east carolinas of the world right. stuff like that because almost all of those programs would add value but you don't want to have like a 16 team conference either no so you'd have to trim the bottom of of the aac see I, I don't think all those teams do add value i think those teams have value to the big 12 because texas and oklahoma are there i mean what does baylor really bring a good basketball program okay yeah. that you know, if your if your goal is to be a basketball conference, but we're talking football, and that's the only thing that matters. And you know, I don't think there's a hell of a lot of value there. Kansas certainly brings you nothing in football. Uh, yeah. I mean, they'd be two lanes, bitch. But they're a money making basketball program, certainly. They which, are that that does matter. I mean, if you can if you can make if your basketball program can make money, you you do have some use. But and Baylor football, with the exception, I mean, if you go back. I mean, hell, back to like 2011, I think they've had two losing seasons. They've, they've had a bunch of 10, 11 win seasons. It's a viable program. Well, but it goes back to what we always talk about. I mean, success on the field really doesn't mean that much. What is no. your value? What's the, where's the money? Yeah, and how many people are tuning in to see Baylor football? And because it's all going to be about your next TV deal. And and that's why, you know, I mean, hey, OU moves the needle. Texas moves the needle. Yep. And we're talking football. I mean, basketball-wise, yeah, Kansas has some value. But, I mean, who else in that conference is somebody you tune in that's must-see TV? I don't know. And that's that's the thing. I think whatever's left. I mean, the conference, let's be honest, the conference isn't that good. No, it's it's bad now with those two elite programs. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I think that... And when I say elite programs, I don't mean like... I'm not saying Texas football's been elite of late, but... They're elite brands in college football, Texas and Oklahoma. Agreed. Agreed. Not, uh, te- Texas football has been nowhere near elite for a long time. Yeah, and, and I want to make that clear. I'm not saying that. They, I'm not talking about on field. I'm talking about what you said, like money making brands. Texas and OU are in the top ten in the country. Agreed, and that's and yeah, that that's something I really want to make sure I clarify because people are oh Texas is soaked forever. Yeah, but they're also a very very rich program that brings eyes to the TVs and they bring TV value. That's why they got the network, even though that thing turned out to be a complete disaster. It made them a bunch of money and Oklahoma, same thing. I mean, these are, uh, I mean, these are programs that, yeah, they're, they're nowhere, no worse than top 10 programs. And, and I think frankly, both of them are at least top five or six in terms of national interest. And you take that out of that conference you can call it the Big Twelve all you want, and you can go add some Memphises or something. It's not; it's no different than the AAC at that point, at least for football. And that's 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 what this is all about. And and, and basketball, is, it's great, but you don't need a good heck. There's good teams in the Big East in basketball that can win national championships. Yeah, you don't need football for that. And you know maybe that's where and that's where I don't know what happens. Somebody says Kansas would go to the Big Ten. I don't know about that. What's what's the Big Ten need with Kansas? Yeah, I mean they. You know what? They're already pretty good at uh, basketball. Yeah. There, they don't need another basketball program, and that's all they offer. 
So uh, from from the perspective of the other teams, it's a disaster. Because I, I, I think that it... it, it it's, uh, it's worst case scenario for those eight teams. And especially teams like Oklahoma State. Yeah. Who's, who really is attached at the hip to Oklahoma. Like, it, you kind of need that. Like, you need that big brother if you're Oklahoma State. That's... It, what happens if they lose that game? Like if yeah. I, I mean, it, which is entirely possible. Texas and A and M lost theirs when one left. It's it's possible that that happens. Texas used to play Arkansas every single year yeah. in football. They went to the SEC. That stopped. Well, I mean, even bigger rivalries than that. OU Nebraska. Yep, gone. Yeah, and somebody said, I guess geography goes out the window. Geography's been out the window for no one cares about that. Yeah, that that that's a non-factor. It's now Chase brings up a good point. West Virginia would head to the ACC. They still have brand power in that region. West Virginia would be a commodity that some they they could find a they could find a home. Yeah, I think they could. Um, but tend to forget about them because yeah. once again, geography doesn't really matter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it really. And Bernardo says, as bad as Texas is, if they make the move, do they become the top brand in the SEC? I mean, they're amongst the top brands nationally yeah. already. Yeah. Being in the SEC, it probably do- they might go back to being the number one brand nationally. It's a possibility. So yeah, they they would be, they would be. Uh, it, now, obviously, that only lasts. You you have a certain window where okay, if you don't start winning, that starts to fade again. Right. And Not because you could easily become Tennessee. And we talk about every year. Oh well, this will yep. be the year they come back. Mm-hmm. And here here's mm-hmm. the deal. Uh, there's like obviously Texas A&M doesn't want this to happen. Texas A&M wants to be the only SEC school in Texas. I don't blame them one bit for that. Yeah. They've got it it's a really nice recruiting advantage to be the only SEC school in Texas. Uh but all it takes is a majority vote. Right. And and unlike the and now this is in a way this is a sacrifice for Texas and Oklahoma because the way the Big 12 money works Texas and Oklahoma get a lot bigger pieces of pie. Like they sit down at the bucket of chicken and they can, I'm going to take a breast and a thigh. Okay. Uh, Kansas State, you get a wing. Like that's how it works uh, it, in the well, Big 12. It's, it's kind of like they take the bucket and they take like seven or eight pieces of chicken and everybody else gets yeah, one. Now here you guys get yeah. the rest. Yeah. There's one for each of you. Enjoy it, it. In the SEC, the way the money works, like the TV money, Vanderbilt gets the same piece of chicken that. That Alabama gets. Yeah, so they're going to get the same uh, same piece that uh, Texas gets. So bringing in Texas and Oklahoma for schools like Vanderbilt, all that does is make their their piece of chicken bigger. So outside of A&M, I don't know there's going to be a lot of opposition to this move because the Missouris, the Arkansas, the South Carolinas, they're looking at it and going, man, we're getting, there's going to be more TV money thrown in here. What, why are we going to say no? Now, A&M, they've got a good reason to. I don't know that anybody else has a reason to. Maybe LSU doesn't want Texas around. Yeah, Bama may not want them in there. That's possible. You know, that's that's the thing. You start talking about brands. But after that, I mean, everybody else is going to look at it and go, more money? Let's go, baby. Well, let's talk about that when we come back. What, what the advantages and disadvantages for the SEC would be. Okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. What are the odds, Wednesday? We're joking on Twitch. What are the odds I could do 12 hours on this today? I it's love, an easy... Uh, I love this kind of stuff. It's an easy topic, for sure. But I, I, and, and there's a bunch of angles to this to get to. And... You know, forget forget the A and M opinion, and, and I'm we, sorry. We know what that is. Yeah, sorry, Aggie friends. Although I'm sure there's some of you who'd like to play that game again every year, but I don't think you want them in your backyard. No, uh, I, I think you're happy with them off in their little corner, and now you feel like the big brother. Because, yeah. Oh, you're trying to come in here. Yeah. So from that perspective, you should take that as a compliment. Um, but I, I think that from the SEC perspective, let's start with the SEC doesn't need Texas and Oklahoma. They they're, they but, don't. But the and the I, SEC didn't need A and M in Missouri either. No, and I think they you know at that point, it's not like those programs have elevated the conference. I mean, it just stayed where it was. It was already the best conference, and I don't think this changes that from a competitive standpoint. As long as Nick Saban's alive, they've got a national championship contender every year. Every year, and they're always going to have a second team that's a contender every year. Now. I think that uh, if you're if you're the SEC, the positives are you you have to make more money, right, on your next TV deal. Of course, if you have those, and so everybody makes. You just more money. added two top ten commodities. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I think you have to look at that versus yeah, do we you know or can we still get the same money without adding two more mouths to feed or close to the same money? Because that's going to be the difference. You, you will have you'll have to cut that pie two more ways. And will the, the contracts that you sign be enough to make it profitable for everybody and those schools? And to me, that's, that's above my pay grade. I'm not an accountant, but somebody would have to, I mean, you'd have to go through and break that down and look it all over and say, okay, wait a minute. Yeah, we're going to get more money, but we've, we have two more mouths to feed. Yeah. So does, you know, does the new TV contract, is it worth adding two more teams? Are we going to really make more money that way? And I think that's a fair question to ask. Now, I, I kind of suspect they will. And, and I also think it, it makes sense from a competitive standpoint with the 12-team playoff coming. You can add more uh, because the SEC will just have a chance to have four or five teams in there now, which they probably already have. Yeah. So it seems like maybe it would be easier for Texas to have a path to a, to a, a playoff through the Big Twelve, yeah, you could, yeah, in theory, because it's a lot. I mean, it you, you finish second in the Big Twelve, you're, you're there. You're probably making a twelve team playoff if you're Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the SEC, if you're fourth or fifth in the West, eh, tough. Yeah. Now, I don't think they would be fourth or fifth in the West forever. I, I really don't. I think that you know, the it, it's the same thing. It always is at Texas. It's a matter of getting a coach who's the right fit, and, and when they do, they can compete with those guys. And they got money to spend. So it's, uh, I think if I'm the SEC, I'm looking at it going, um, yeah, if we're going to a 12 team playoff, I, I think this kind of makes some sense. And then you're a 16 team conference. I don't think you kick teams out if you're the SEC. No, I don't think you no, can no. do that. No, no, no. And there's no real need to. I mean, 
Yeah, South Carolina doesn't bring as much to the table. Vanderbilt doesn't bring as much to the table. Well, but Vanderbilt brings something to the table as far as like your academic standing and things like that. Because you still want to, you still want to maintain a high rating. When it comes to that kind so of you stuff. have one school there with good academics. I mean, Texas has good academics. I mean, they, 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 no, I, be... I, I, I'm joking. Aggie does too, but yeah. Uh, but you've also got a lot of Arkansas and, yeah, yeah. and, and Mississippi schools Listen, and, and uh, Auburn's in all right, there. All right. So, yeah. But. Uh, I think that there are benefits to both sides. Although, I, the one thing I think we can agree on, the SEC doesn't need Texas and Oklahoma. Right. But it's not like it makes them weaker. You know what I mean? And if the and part of the, the deal, you know, when, this, when the Texas and Oklahoma to the Pac-12 rumors were, were rampant, was that if Texas and, o, and OU went, then Oklahoma State and, and Texas Tech would have to go. Yeah, and a I, I I don't know where that's written down. I, I I don't believe that should be true. Yeah, but, yeah. It's like well, the the whole thing was like state legislatures would get involved in all but that, that stuff. The, but the, mm, the reality cares? was the Pac twelve was never taking Texas Tech or Oklahoma State. That they weren't interested in schools like that. Right. They, the Pac twelve was certainly not taking a school like Baylor. They weren't taking a a, a Jesus school. That wasn't right. That that was never uh, uh, even up for debate. So or TCU for that matter, and they they were like that's when when there were rumors about BYU to the Pac-12. That's the most laughable thing in the history of time. There, that would happen the day after never is when that would happen. Uh, that's not what the Pac-12 is looking for. So, but I don't know that there's any rule that says these schools have to take their little buddies along. Like you got to walk yeah. with your little brother to the grocery store. And I don't, I've never heard such a thing. Like I've heard rumors of it, but I've never seen it. That yeah, how I, it would be enforced, and and frankly, you, the whole thing was like, well, the state government will never allow the, half the state government's not even in the state right now right. here, and in an Oklahoma, they, you know, sorry, state, that just happens. That's life, man. I mean, listen, as, as a guy, this guy grew up a UH fan. I've been on that end of it. That just happens, you know. And you, you either bring some to the table or you don't. And, and kudos to them for going and building a new stadium now and doing all the stuff that gets them to move forward. If they'd done that before, they'd have been in the Big 12, but they didn't. So, um, and, and of course, it's everybody else's fault. But that's that's the thing. You know, it, it's the Baylors and the Techs and those guys have ridden the coattails. And if those coattails leave, how do you stand on your own? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, apparently, a lot of it is that both... Texas and Oklahoma don't think the Big 12 is going to last. It's hard to blame them. It, it is hard to blame them, but it'll last as long as they want it to last. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really if, buy that argument because as long as Texas and OU want there to be a Big 12, there'll be a Big 12 because they're good. Those two schools are big enough on their own to carry a conference. Yeah. But they're, they're looking at it as well. If, if we can carry a conference, like, what's the point of us carrying this conference? Like, if right. We, well, and, and I think that was part of what was always going to happen when Nebraska and A&M left and schools like that. It, it, it was always going to be, um, all right, we're, we're carrying, because it was, it was what they wanted until they got into it and realized, boy, we're not getting a lot of help around here. Well, Nebraska and, and, and A&M had sort of the same, I don't, I don't want to say, well, I will say it. They had sort of a, a, a little brother complex to, to, the, to Texas and Oklahoma 
they were frustrated that Texas and Oklahoma was getting more than they were because they A&M and Nebraska consider themselves programs on the level of Texas and Oklahoma. And especially at the time, the reality was they just weren't. And so they were like, all right, well, we're leaving. I think for A&M, it's been the best thing they could have done. Yeah. A- A&M, they've thrived in, in the SEC. But, but it, it also has, it has done damage to the Big 12 significantly. Sure. And that's, but do you think Nebraska feels like they made the right? Like, Nebraska's a... It, they're, I, I don't know if they're a mid-pack team in the Big 10. I don't know if they're a middle-tier team in the Big 10. Like, A&M is a mid-tier well, yeah, SEC well, program. And, and last year, they were an upper-tier SEC program. I just mean, like, since, yeah. they, since they've been there, they've been a mid-pack SEC team. I don't know that Nebraska's even been a mid-pack Big Ten team. No, but they also make a lot more money there. Yep. And I, do you think they would be a mid-pack team if they were in the Pac-12? Probably. That that program's gone backwards as a football program. Where would they be if they were in the Big 12 still? That's what I'm saying. I, I think they would be behind, obviously behind Texas, Oklahoma, probably Oklahoma State. Are they behind uh, Iowa State? Probably. I, who would you take? Oof. Who would you have taken last year on a neutral field, Nebraska or Iowa State? I would I would have taken Iowa State, but yeah. I'm saying had Nebraska stayed in the Big 12 and been recruiting against Iowa State the whole time, seems like it'd be a little easier than, than recruiting against Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, except, you know, you're not really, I mean, Nebraska's recruiting the same kind of players regardless that they always did before. They're not getting those kids that they used to get because yeah. they're not paying as much money. Well, the truth is Nebraska, when Nebraska was at their best, they didn't have to have the best recruits in the country because they ran a gimmicky offense. That Well, and they also they also recruited nationally. Lawrence Phillips was out of New Jersey. Yeah. Guys like that, um, they don't really do that anymore. And, and that that's because they had a brand built up big enough to where they could do that. Well, they don't have that anymore. And now those those brands, it doesn't. And that's a problem I think Oklahoma and Texas may be looking at. It's like, you know what? If this keeps up for another five years, we're not going to be the same brand, even if we are dominating yeah. this crap conference. Because guess what happens every time we get in the playoff? We get our butts whipped. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a lot more to get to on this. And uh, and when we come back, uh, I, I, I want to get into uh, uh, what the Big 12 could do to maybe change some things around a little bit. But uh, I want to read this text real quick because uh, uh, it says, I wanted to get into this before it got too hectic, but I moved to Houston in 2013, had been a daily listener, moved to Cleveland this year for work and brought the show with me. How you guys do sports radio has been a huge inspiration to me. I've had some of my writings published over the last year. I don't think it would have been possible without the Blitz. Sad to see a daily part of my life ending after almost a decade, but I wish AJ the best and hope you both continue to do things the same way and continue, continue to inspire the little guys out there like myself, Doc in Cleveland. All right, thanks, man. Man, thank you, and and I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad you've had some success, and uh, you know, there's a uh, that that's the best part of the job is getting stuff like that. All right, all right. Let me take it about Pro Dunk Hoops, ProDunkHoops.com. That's where you would go if you wanted the best hoop in the entire whole wide world. And you might be saying, well, what makes it better than any old regular average goal? Well, it's 75% thicker steel than the best goals from the big box stores. How about that for starters? They've got a tempered glass backboard so strong that if it breaks or cracks for any reason, they're going to replace it for free. They that, that's they believe that it ain't going to break. They don't think it's going to happen. So, uh, And they've got a goal designed to fit your home, your driveway, your backyard. They've got a fully portable version, if that's what you want, called the Bear. Uh, and if you've got a picky HOA or something like that, Okay, they don't want you to have a goal out front. All right, just roll it into the garage. Oh, you want to play again? Pop it right back up. And they're all adjustable from 10 feet to 5 feet with the turn of a handle. Uh, check out the selection uh, at ProDunkHoops.com. 
Uh, figure out what design is going to fit your home. Get your kids outside playing. That, that's what you want them doing. You don't want them on the video games. You don't want them on the Snapchat. Get them outside hooping it up. ProDunkHoops.com. This is Hyvie Trophy winner and college football Hall of Fame, Mike Rozier. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. A couple of uh, questions from the text line. What do you do with the Longhorn Network? Uh, the, that contract's almost up. Yeah, it was like an 11-year deal. Yeah, yeah and I, I think that it's it's getting real close to the end of it, so... Um, and I'm pretty sure that ESPN's not interested in renewing that. No, and I'm pretty sure that uh, you know everybody'd probably be okay with buying out the last year of it if Texas was getting more money from the SEC. So, uh, so we said Prop 48 going away killed Nebraska. That's uh, it's an interesting point. And nine three six. Do y'all know anything about sports? Uh, no, really, no, not really. Really, we don't. But pretty sure we know more than you, Aggie. I'm oh, is saying. that? A, I, I'm sure it is, because because A and M hates the fact that Texas might elevate the conference. They just hate that. And, and well, it's not just Texas; it's Oklahoma. Oh yeah, you too. get Oklahoma I mean, too. And, and uh, you know, but I, again, I don't know if I'm the SEC. It's it's not a slam dunk for me. Uh, I I have to go and look at it and say, all right, am I really making more money? And if I am, yeah. And uh, and I also think it makes sense with a 12 team playoff to, to make it. And I think now, you know, there was always the talk. Eventually you're going to wind up with four 16 team conferences, like the really big ones. Now, as far as what the big 12 could do. And by the way, I think that's the much better situation is 16, like the, uh, the, and, and one thing I heard, I forgot who, who said it, somebody, uh, an sec fan. Oh, it was Texas tiger. Uh, says a 16-team SEC has to eliminate permanent cross-division rivals, yay, and demands a switch to a pod conference system. I'm so for both of these. So yeah, yeah, and you know from that perspective, and, and I, I think the the divisions would be interesting how they put them together in the SEC. I mean, I'm I'm assuming two eight-team divisions. Yep. Also, Mo says I don't think it's simply a majority vote, and you're right. It changed a couple of years ago to uh, it would take three fourths of the 14 teams. So it would take, I don't, I don't know how you do three fourths of 14, uh, but it, it would take, I, I guess at least, what are we talking? 11 out of the 14. Yeah. 10 out of the 14, something like that. I, I, the only ones that I could see really opposing it would be Aggie, maybe LSU, maybe Alabama, maybe see anybody else that would really say, no, it's a bad idea. I don't think so. I so, mean, it makes it makes sense to to everybody else. Kirk more, Bowles, like said, I said, it's more uh, money for them. Yeah, Kirk Bowles tweeted out an hour ago that an SEC source told him it would just take a majority vote. I know, but look up his timeline a little bit, and he, I think he also clarified that it, it's three quarters now. So yes, what, what what are the odds? This is an elaborate hoax. UT and OU. It certainly could be. Just yeah. a, it could be a smokescreen, but. 
Texas certainly has done nothing to uh, to, to squash the rumor. Normally, if you if you say what's this what's this rumor about, they would say that that's unfounded. They're not saying that. They ain't no, shooting said, this they thing said down. We, we don't address rumors. Yeah, is what it is. But when it's a rumor that's total BS, they're quick to say no. That's yeah, total BS. Yeah. Here's 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 the exact quote from a Texas spokesman. Uh, Jerome Solomon just retweeted it. Speculation swirls around college athletics. We will not address rumors or speculation. Yeah. That's not a no. This that's is, not a no. Yeah. So um, well, it's almost like the Garrett Cole answer to "Have you ever used sticky substances?" Well, um, uh, I, I I don't know how to answer that. Um, uh, <laughs> it's it's not a real answer, right? Uh, as far as the SEC rejecting, we had I had the Paul Feinbaum show out there before when I was getting ready for the show, and right before the end of it, he had made a point that. If you're the SEC and say not 11 of your teams want to vote them in, you also have to look at each other and go, they've now acknowledged the fact that they asked to be part of the SEC. Both schools have acknowledged they are leaving the Big 12 no matter what. They are going somewhere. Why not the SEC? So basically, do you look at all the members who don't vote and say, guys, if they don't come here, they're going to take that money somewhere else and Five years from now, we're all going to be looking at each other going, hey, that was an extra couple hundred million dollars we missed out on. Yeah. Because basically the fact that they've already, now that they're not denying it and it's becoming public that they asked out, the days of the Big 12 are numbered and they both have basically acknowledged, yeah, we're not going to be doing this much longer. We're going somewhere. Uh, This is interesting because Beer Man Greg says Texas would get clobbered in their current state. And I'm not totally disagreeing with that statement but also remember these were the these were the years leading up to the the let's just say the five years leading up to texas a&m leading leaving the big 12 and going to the sec seven and six four and eight six and seven nine and four seven and six they got to the sec 11 and two nine and four they've they've had one seven and six uh record since then everybody everything else has been eight nine 11 wins so sometimes just the the you you get elevated by where you're at you get elevated by the players that are willing to come play for you and things like that i I think the one difference is like you could see the upward arrow on a&m recruiting as soon as you know well before they went also texas had top classes every year i mean johnny football yeah sitting in the wings waiting and guaranteed to be the starter the next season yeah but but saying that they'd get clobbered, I, I mean... Well, this team would, yeah. I, I the, mean, the team that was out there last year would, would not have been very... Of course, you can't really judge last year because of the COVIDs and everything else. But, you know, in, in that state of what they were under Tom Herman, yeah, but let's see what they do under the new coach. Well, AJ, you said a couple segments ago that A&M has flourished since they got to the SEC. Mm-hmm. My question has always been to Aggie fan, you had Johnny Manziel... They knew that Mike Sherman was on his way out the door. They were hiring Kevin Sumlin either way. Say they stayed in the Big 12 and they had that offense running those next two years, they would have won the Big 12 both years by demolishing everybody and probably at least one of those years made it to the playoff. Probably. What happens to A&M football and what happens to the Big 12 has, if A&M looks at Missouri and goes, you guys can leave, we're staying here because... With this new team, we can dominate. Well, they could have dominated, but they, but they, but they wouldn't have had that. They off. wouldn't have had that team without the SEC, though. That's that's they, why it's that's why it's a it's a bad comparison. 
But the question is, how many of those guys came in once they announced that were on that first year SEC team that weren't already there with Manziel just waiting to play? The the thing is, they wouldn't be able to able to sustain it. That's why it's that's why it's not a it, it's a it's a bad hypothetical because AJ used to bring that up all the time. So, oh, they should have stayed and they would have won. Well, I don't know if they would have. They could have won temporarily. It, maybe I that, think maybe for, that one year they win. But maybe. I do think for long term success, going to the SEC was the right move for them. Yeah. Uh, because the truth is, A and M had become a mid tier Big Twelve team, and without and they were not they were not going to out recruit Texas or Oklahoma or LSU, and then they got to the SEC and their their the level of recruit they were able to get changed, the level of coach that they were able to bring in changed. So well, let's let's also not forget that when when Sumlin went there. And brought in this new offense that the SEC hadn't seen, really. Yeah. He had some success until, guess what? They adjusted. Until they figured it out. Yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, I, I don't think that's... It, it, I, I mean, they competed a lot. And Missouri, too, frankly. They both competed a lot better than I thought they would. So, um, I, I think OU certainly will be competitive if they still have Lincoln Riley and they're still getting guys who are in contention to be number one draft picks at quarterback every year. But I mean, I think uh, I think when uh, you, you look at it from, I mean, it, it makes it makes too much sense if you're the SEC. It's like, yeah, let's go ahead, let's do it. If because I think what's the downside for them? Like I said, it'd just be the economics. You'd have to go and, and tell me how much you know how much more you make versus how much you give up for two more teams. And I'm I'm, I'm assuming they've already done that if they're having these conversations. Um. And one of the questions that I think maybe it was either Tyler or Trey, I don't know who asked it out there about who would go to the, who would go to the West, who would go to the East. I don't know that it would be West and East anymore. They would have to certainly change some things around. Uh, My guess is that the the West, I I don't know, because you, you can't have, um, like you're gonna have to, it, it, it maybe Arkansas and Missouri go to the east, and Texas and Oklahoma come to the west. Like that's just the the trade off. But I, I don't know how it would be realigned because you need to have Alabama and LSU and Auburn. Alabama and Auburn need to be together certainly. Right. A and M and Texas and Oklahoma would need to be together. Um, you're not gonna split up the Mississippi schools, so it's. You're kind of limited. I, I think it, those probably not splitting up. Florida, Georgia have to be. No, together. they're for sure yeah. in the east. But the, like, I think Arkansas and Missouri because they're kind of floaters out there by themselves, and no one really cares about historic rivalries with either. They would just get shoot off to the east, and it would be Missouri, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Vandy in the east. That probably works. It works for me. But they'll figure it out. It's trust pretty, me. pretty clear the West. Is still, oh, the West but would the West be so is, much better. But the but, West is usually better, so and it should be. And that's, um, you know, that's again. Eventually, it'll, it'll the rising tide will raise all ships. Yeah, and uh, everybody will get better from that competition. Theoretically, yeah. And it, it, I've had a couple of these texts. So I, I need to shoot this one down real quick because you want to elevate the SEC and the ACC at the same time, bring in UT and OU and move. South Carolina and Georgia to the ACC. Stop with stuff like. First off, no one is leaving the SEC. No, uh, that wants to be. In, I mean, there, nobody wants to leave that conference. There's not a conference in the world 
that an SEC team would leave for or want to leave for. And I'm pretty sure you can't kick any of them out, if I understand the rules correctly. So let's just stop with those those ideas. All right, quick break. It's a Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 925. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. Now, if you saw that Tracy retweeted this, the from uh, a college podcast with the alignment would look like this. East would be Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina, Tennessee. West would be Arkansas, LSU, the Mississippi schools, Oklahoma, Texas, and Aggie. The only thing you're really breaking up there is Alabama, LSU. I bet you LSU wouldn't mind that at this stage. Yeah. And I mean, and you'd have much more balance that way because you'd have Alabama and Georgia, Florida, Auburn on one end, and then you'd have OU, Texas, Aggie, LSU on the other. Oh, you know who's going to hate that? Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia's not going <laughs> to want Alabama in there. We got to play them every year now. Like we, uh, usually, we, we get... usually lose to them in the in the championship game. Mm. Now we got to lose to them in the regular season. Hey, man, f- that. Yeah, that's one way to do it. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's it's either that way or it's the way where Missouri and. Uh, and Arkansas get moved to the east, and, uh, and Missouri's already in the east. Well, yeah, Missouri's been in the east from well, the beginning. Well, in that in that thing that she uh, tweeted out, Missouri's not on either thing. No, it's in the east. It, uh, oh wait, no, it's not. They don't have them in there. Well, because they only have fourteen teams on there. So they left off Vanderbilt and Missouri. Yeah, so they both have to go to the East. That's what I'm saying. They would both yeah, so go that to the East. That doesn't work. Nice, nice job, podcast. Yeah, but, but but if those teams if those teams are in the East and Arkansas is in the East, you can keep Alabama and Auburn in the West. Yeah, it makes more sense. And it sense. doesn't make geographic sense, but it probably makes football sense. Yeah, and somebody suggested a North and South. I would just say that's probably not going to fly in this day and age, especially in the South. That's true. <laughs> just, just a thought. But um, somebody asked in, you know, what would what would it mean for the Big 12? I think the Big 12, obviously, the remaining schools, they don't have a lot of value to other conferences. Like the Pac-12 is not going to be knocking down their door. The uh, Big 10 isn't. The ACC isn't. Maybe West Virginia would be the only one. I think the best thing they could do is go add Central Florida, Cincinnati, Houston, and Memphis, get to 12 teams, and you're still not – I mean, you're not a Power 4 conference anymore – but your best years, you're going to be up there with the Pac-12, the way that thing's going. Yep. And it, it benefits those teams because now they get to play a, a better schedule. And, you know, I think that would make the most sense. But, I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's – if you know, those schools may decide to wait around and say, hey, you know what, maybe, you know, we may be better, we may be better than you now. So – and somebody says, there's no way the conference would dump LSU Alabama every year. Probably uh, yeah, not. I don't think so. Nah, probably not. So yeah, I think that that's the whole that's the whole flaw. But yeah, you keep Alabama Auburn over there. The problem is, I mean, it, it's much more balanced 
if you had sure. Alabama in there with Georgia on one end, but you know, that's those things go in cycles. I mean, for years it was either Tennessee or Florida was winning the thing every year. Well, yeah, it goes in cycles depending on where Nick Saban is coaching. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, this this particular Alabama cycle has been very long because Nick Saban hasn't done something dumb like gone to coach in the NFL lately. And Robert says the other conferences will have to grow, and, and these Big Twelve teams are the best options. I don't know that they are because. For those conferences to grow, they need TV markets. They need uh, they need to get teams that are going to bring something more than just Lubbock, Texas. And I'm sorry, yeah. Tech fan. Hey, Oklahoma State might be the only one. West Virginia, I think, has some value. But yeah, you know, just Kansas be- has value as a basketball program, certainly. Yeah, if you know. But again, we're talking about football. Yeah, and if somebody's expanding, it's for football. If they're trying to, and and the reality is, I don't think they will expand because they're not. I mean, look, the Big Ten's happy where it is. Yeah, the, the SEC is going to be bigger, but I mean, the the ACC. Who are they going to go get that's going to help them compete with the SEC? Who is the Pac-12 going to add that's going to help them compete with the SEC? They're just going to have to get better with what they have and be thankful they have a, a spot at the table. It changes the landscape, but it may not change it dra- as drastically as people think because i mean really what what value is out there for you if you're the acc memphis and central florida i don't know i mean you don't need them no are they bringing something is central florida going to bring something that florida state and miami don't already bring exactly exactly so um you know so those teams would make sense for a big 12 which is going to need something you and I, i i think we talked about it during the break I don't know that we talked about it on air, but it, the the best thing that could ha- possibly happen might be the AAC ends up being the ones that go away, and the top four teams from the uh, from the AAC leave and and marry up with these eight Big Twelve schools like UH, Memphis, Cincinnati, right. and, and Central Florida. Yeah, I just mentioned that. And, and like the truth of that, ago. the truth of it is, when you do that, not only like I mean what you're saying about you know, where your markets are is sort of balanced out. But for those AAC schools, they're not getting into a conference where they're going to be looked at as like a a, a, a loser. You know what I mean? Like if, if, if the Big 12 or the, or the Big 10 or somebody added Houston and Memphis, people would be like, okay, how, it's going to take a long time for them to adapt. They join that conference – UH and Memphis and uh, they might be winning it. Yeah, they're 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 competitive. They to that conference to what would be left of the Big Big Twelve, those teams have value. Yeah, and and for those teams, the value is you get to play better competition than what you've been playing, and and, and that's going to help you in the twelve team playoff. So and then, and I think that's. Flea says you take Longhorn and Sooner out of the Big 12. My beloved Red Raiders are still going to be cellar dwellers. Um, you know, they're, I mean, Tech Tech can be a viable program because it has been a viable program. Yeah, it's Baylor's just, been a viable program. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's possible. Now, what you could get into is, you know, it basically, it becomes like, does Matt Campbell want to stay at Iowa State in that situation? Right. Well, and here's the other thing. The reason why UH really wanted to be in... The Big 12 was because the money would be better there. Yeah. I think the money would be better with this group than it is with the AAC. 
Yeah, but it wouldn't be what they were thinking. Like it, it wouldn't no, be what, the, gonna, what it no. would be if they went into a Big Twelve that had Texas and Oklahoma. No, of course not. But it, it's better. It, but, it's but it's better not money. What it was. And yeah, yeah more money is a good thing. And, and and you know, and again, none of this has anything to do with basketball. But that would be a pretty good basketball conference. It would be with Baylor and Tech and Houston and Memphis and you know, and I mean, I don't know, I don't know what Tech is going to be. Yeah. But, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, are you sure a UH-led team with Coach Dana, do you really think, would win the Big 12 or at least be competitive? Yeah, I do. I mean, he was competitive at West Virginia. He can be competitive at Houston. He's just got to get that program fixed. I, Central Florida, you, you give me last year's – let's go back two years. I don't want to do the COVID year. I don't think Central Florida, if you take Oklahoma and Texas out of there, Central Florida is not in the mix for that title. In the Big Twelve, yeah, yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, I mean they're they're they're. I would say they're probably on the level of Oklahoma State, who would probably be your favorite. So, you know, I, I think there's a. I just think there's. That's a way to kind of salvage it. You're not going to be as good. There's no question. But, or at least as prominent, you may be a more competitive conference. And. Bad talks, especially UCF with Malzahn. Uh, you know, they did pretty well with the other guys. Yeah, yeah they, Frost did well there. They had a bunch of guys Heupel, Heupel did well there. And, you know, that's... I think Malzahn will do well there, too. But, you know, they've they've gone after big coaches, and, and they've done well. So, yeah, I think that would make the most sense because that, you know, those teams give value to what would be left, and what would be left gives values to those teams. Now, how long that lasts, I don't know. Um, and you still have Big 12 branding, which is good for something. But, uh, yeah. There's some people saying that Oklahoma and Texas can't hang in the Big 12 from a football standpoint. I don't believe that. I mean, would there be... Big 12? No, Texas and Oklahoma couldn't hang in the SEC if they were to make the jump. I think think they would, at, at, at worst, they'd be Auburn. They'd have like one year where they jump up and compete for everything, and then three or four years where they're two or three. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the level where that they would be. They they wouldn't. They're not going to be the Mississippi schools. I, I I just can't picture that happening. No, no. So, and I'm not saying that they would just show up and start winning it. I, I don't believe that either. And for Oklahoma, especially. Like who's used to basically just rolling their helmet out and winning the conference that would go away. Yeah, but, and but to think that Oklahoma can't compete in the in the SEC is is silly. Oklahoma's been, they, I mean, they've been in the playoff damn near every year. Yeah, I are I, they better than Alabama? No, no. Or, or who is when LSU? Yeah, before last year, no, and that's that's why they they kept getting their ass kicked. But the are they better than Auburn on any given year? Are they better than Florida any given Miss, year? The yes. Mississippi schools. I think. Yeah. that's you know that I think they're at least. Yeah, I I think they're at least Aggie at worst. At worst, I mean, I think at worst. Yeah, Spe- especially with Lincoln Riley there. Yeah, so. Oklahoma's in good shape, man. I mean, I think Texas it would take more adjusting. Uh, Oklahoma, I mean, if they were man, in, if they were in the SEC last year, I, they're probably the third best team in the SEC. This is I don't know. Look at Oklahoma's record against the SEC, but look who they're playing in the yeah, SEC. They're playing the best teams. They're playing Alabama or they're playing Joe Burrow, like. <laughs> Yeah. Say. Okay, those guys were better. Or Georgia. I mean, that that's the thing. They're not getting 
there are still Vanderbilts and Kentuckys and but even Ar- Arkansas, even in there. not just those. Even like if, if Oklahoma played LSU last year, they'd take a dump on LSU. If they played Georgia last year, they would beat Georgia. They they just, I mean, it's were they better than Alabama? No, but who was? So to say that they wouldn't be able to compete, I, I don't believe that. All right, I got to tell you about Allstate. Allstate homeowners uh, insurance, or oh no, Allstate siding and windows. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm getting my reads mixed up. Uh, you want the best rate? You call Allstate. Eight three two two zero four nineteen thirty six is the phone number. And here's the deal: when you get these new windows put in your home, it does several things for you. One, it it beautifies your home, and uh, it really did that for me when we got ours put in. It was unbelievable how much more natural light was coming in. Uh, and and just how how nice it looked from the curb. You drive through these neighborhoods where houses were built in like the '90s, uh, and you you can tell the houses with new windows just look so much nicer and newer. Uh, and it really is a selling point. And when we sold the house, boy, everybody was raving about these windows. There's also a lifetime transferable warranty. Uh, so w- when we sold our house, we transferred it to the new owners, which was an exciting thing for them. Big selling point. And when, it's, when, and when I was in it, I was saving 40% on my electric bills, which is hard to beat. You want the best rate? Call Allstate. 25% off window packages for all our listeners. Uh, they've got military discounts, first responder discounts, cash discounts. 832-204-1936 or allstatesidingandwindows.com. I can feel like 80 rats in my Marys. Me and Drizzy back to back is getting scary. If you fucking with my eyes, just don't come near me. Put some bands all on your head like just... ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports.